my name is Gary Shotton, and I enjoy being with you and talking about business and inspiring better business, and hopefully these are helpful. Today we're going to talk about bribes and payoffs. Um, by the fact that I'm uh, now speaking to people around the world through these uh, videos and these audio teachings, I'm starting to get some feedback from different people uh, from other parts of the world, and I'm really enjoying it. Uh, I'm accessible at this point, and I try to respond to every correspondence that comes, and over time, I actually build up some friendship if the correspondence is meaningful and helpful in both parts. And so this happened, it doesn't matter the country, doesn't matter the person, but it's a matter of consistent problems that people face all around the world, even in America. Now, I will say in the USA that bribes and payoffs are probably not as common as they are in many other countries. That's probably true because if I offered a bribe or a payoff, especially to a police officer or, or somebody in a, a government official, or, or they probably would turn around, especially a police officer, would charge me with a, a crime and we know that, I know that. Uh, the, uh, in, the, in the business world, if it was a government contract, you know, that's going to lead up and probably find out and could be a crime. If it's just business to business, uh, at some point, that's probably not the prevailing culture we have here in the United States, but it happens. So we're not innocent. But this was in a, basically a developing nation and it was a very legitimate question. Here's the situation. They have a company and they have been approached with a significant contract that would meet and equal about 30 or one-third of their annual sales revenue. And this is a great opportunity. They've been supplying some parts to them, whatever it was, parts or service. Uh, and uh, this came on the condition that the one person that was in contact representing this customer to my friend, the supplier, was requiring some form of a bribe or payoff to get the business. And so that put the manager, the leader, the part owner of this company, my friend, in an awkward position because first of all, the other people that owned the company would well maybe have jumped right on it and paid the bribe. So he was not only fighting his own personal convictions, but he knew that the harmony of the rest of his peers might not agree with him. So that added a little pressure. The pressure of barely making budget, the pressure of barely making, barely making uh, sales revenue that they needed. There's other pressures and so they really needed 35% of their business to come from this company. Now we talk never verbally, always by just email or text and, and I presented some challenge to the problem of being uh, tempted to follow that path of bribe. My friend had already determined that he wouldn't do that. He had already determined that this was not his normal standard, but this was getting so close, it was so needed, he asked my opinion. And I have to share this openly. I say, you know, this is a trap. This is not something that you can count on. There's multiple reasons, not just Christian reasons, not because it's immoral or imperfect from our, from our religious standpoint, not just because it's illegal in most cases, but because it will create a, an eventual downfall of your company if once you start down that path. I'm firmly convinced of that. And so as the scenario went on, the dilemma was presented and I have to say that once you start down that path 
every, it's like going on a trip to any city in, a, in your country, in your area. The farther that you're going in the wrong direction, and when you choose to turn around, you've got to backtrack that entire distance back to where you were. We sometimes call it taking a trip around the mountain because you come back to the same spot you are, you're going to have to retreat back. And as you follow that path of bribe or payoff, you're going down a path that I will guarantee sometime that company is going to have to retract and come back to their point. It's like putting a Band-Aid on a very bad cancer. The Band-Aid is the immediate need for sales and cash. The cancer is that it will bring and eat away at your company to the point of destruction or near destruction. Because there's not, it is not logical to have one person an abnormal amount of personal income for their personal use and starve the rest of the system, both the, the, the company buying the product or service and us making the product and service. There's not that kind of margins normally. So the path is taking you in the wrong direction. And the farther you go down that path, the longer it's going to take to, return, to retreat and come back. And not only that, once you start there, this little bribe is not going to stop. There's going to be the next contract with that same company. And they're going to say, hey, it worked last time. Why don't we just get a little bit more this time? I've known of cases in developing nations where there was a need for a major hotel to be built in a major capital of one country. And they said that m many people wanted to build a hotel there. It was very obvious they needed a hotel by a major franchise that would build that hotel. But the layers and series of payoffs to get a stamp made, to get anything done, any action, all things, everybody that they, not everybody, but most people that were on some form of an inspector, chain of command, somewhere up the ladder, it just multiplied until these companies had to just quit. They couldn't function. It's not fair. It's not going to work. It could work for a few people for a little while, but it's the start of the downfall to that company that succumbs to that. The opposite is true, and it's not always evident immediately. But once you maintain and hold firm that you're not going to succumb to that temptation, then you're going to be able to stand high and there's going to be the customers that you really want will be coming to you. And the customer that you succumb to the bribe eventually will jump to somebody else. So the question came, what is acceptable in a sales arrangement to benefit or bless somebody because of our sales and, and business relationship? And I'll just go over a couple here that we deal with. Uh, we have customers and we would never approach them with a bribe or a payoff. A pretty good standard that I have seen in writing is that I as a supplier to my customer have the right and freedom to buy lunch, buy a meal. That's about the extent. I can't go buy a, a whole deep freeze full of meat. I can't go buy something that couldn't be consumed in less than 24 hours. Uh, we work for a very large oil company, and I will mention them. It's called Halliburton. They're known all around the world. That's one of our three major customers. And they went to the extent on this subject to send us a very clear clarification that they and none of their employees were ever to receive a bribe or a payoff. It was all in one page. 
well, it was when it shot, when I saw it, it said like 16 pages, but the English version was in one page, and those other 15 of those 16 pages were all of the other languages, Hebrew, or I'm sorry, uh, Spanish, German, French, uh, all the languages so that anybody that dealt with Halliburton knew in their own language that Halliburton would not tolerate payoffs and bribes. Hope this is helpful. Thank you for being a part of this. Please share these with other people. Uh, Let us know. Make comments on our website, please. It does help us. Thank you.